0: Hello, I'm Tim Marlowe, Artistic Director of the Royal Academy of Arts, and this event was part of the Festival of Ideas, an inspiring lineup of talks and debates with innovators from across the arts, brought to you from the new Benjamin West Lecture Theatre. Enjoy the podcast. Wow. Gimme an M. M! Thanks very much right good yeah this is a bit weird um yeah so uh i'm going to talk to you about our how i wrote books who, who knows some of the characters in the mr gum books if you've read the mr gum book hello madam Polly, yes yeah, she's my favorite i'm going to talk about her in a moment hello person with a little bone there. like you're from a little picture book hello from the 1950s Friday O'Leary, brilliant, hands down for a minute. Do you know what Friday O'Leary likes to shout out anyone? who knows like? the, the truth is a lemon meringue! That's fantastic, nice and loud. The truth is a lemon meringue! It's a big room, let's hear it even louder. <laughs> the truth is a lemon meringue! Yeah, all right, kid. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Friday O'Leary does indeed like to shout out the truth is a lemon meringue. So after three, I'd like you all to shout out the truth is a lemon meringue. A one, two, three. <laughs> Weirdos. Yeah, he's pretty weird. He's po- he's uh, Polly's friend. He's one of the goodies. Who else uh, knows any of the other characters in Mr. Gum? Let's have a look. You? Um, yeah. There is, there is, Mr. Gum. Mr. Mr. Gum and Billy William the Third. Mr. Gum is the villain, obviously. Billy William the Third. his butcher sidekick. Sounds a bit like Ken Livingstone. <laughs> Old, granny. Old Granny always drunk. Like all old grannies, hello. Alan Taylor, Alan Taylor's a little gingerbread man with electric muscles, isn't it? Isn't he? Yeah, because my books are based on real life. Hello, Bam Bam. Miss your belly button, oh, everyone's going, oh, quite an obscure character, well done. Bam. <laughs> this, this is Bam Bam, who I have met before. Yeah, Miss your belly button is, uh, well, this is a bit xenophobic, really. Uh, oh God! Uh, he's a smelly Frenchman. He's horrible. Um, it's it's not the most xenophobic part of the show, though. There will be <laughs> there, will, there will be more of that later. Hello, Mrs. Lovely. Mrs lovely. She runs the sweet shop and she's lovely. Yes. Oh, uh, there's one more. Hello, Jonathan Ripples, the fattest man in town. Um, yes, those are all. That's right. So, somebody mentioned Polly. Does anyone here know Polly's full name? Would anyone like to come up? Because <laughs> uh, Polly's got a really long name. Would you? Can you do it? Would you like to come up and? Would you like to come up and say? I, I only really remember part of it. Uh, I only remember part of it. I don't want you, kid. I just, oh, no, you're fine. But, uh, but uh, this kid at the back, can you do the whole thing? Would you like to come up? A big round of applause. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come here. Come to me. Come to me. All right. there we go. What's your name? Russian. Russian? Yeah. yeah. Right. How old are you, Russian? Thirteen. Thirteen? So far too old to be here, aren't you? Never mind. Um, <laughs> Better? Not really. No. It doesn't change your chronology, Russian. Um, I like it when a kid stands on there and goes, "I'm taller." No, you're <laughs> just standing on a chair. It's not real. I can see through you. Um, Russian, what do you do for a living? Uh, unemployed. Great chap. Now, um, oh dear, Brexit. Now, um, <laughs> woo, yeah. Oh, right, great, it's going to be one of those, is it? Yeah, 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 you want, it? You want some? Hi. Um, this is going well, isn't it? Uh, so you can do Polly's full name? I think so. Amazing. <coughs> Should I go now? Sure. Jammy Grammy. Oh, no, no. There <laughs> you Are you done? No. <laughs> of course I'm not. You're going to start, and then I'm just going to do a bit more. I'm going to pretend to let you, but, I mean, because, you know, I'm now having to deconstruct the joke before I do it. <laughs> this is why you should never get a 13-year-old. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, everything. Yeah, no, no, not at all, Russian. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Believe me. Uh, Russian. Yeah. Oh, Russian. Yeah. So, are you ready to do Polly's name? I think so. <laughs> My lovely wife Russian <laughs> all right ready come on <laughs> I was born on a railroad hey I'm um, Russian I'll put this down yeah goes out and gets one that's this bit. right go on <laughs> Russian Polly's full name is jammy grammy lammy for hopper for hopper Berlin stereo eo eo lebs yep the monocle and stray packed crespin to crespin the spespin the, the vespin to whoop the loop the brunkle Merry Christmas then amazing <laughs> high five awesome wow Wow. <laughs> it was worth the wait. Thank you. Jammy Grammy, Lambie, Fapa, Fapa, Berlin, Stereo. Yeah, that's, a, that's the probably, yeah, that was it. You did it, excuse me. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about how to become an author. Today, look at this. Look at this, standing in front of you. Look at it all. So successful and handsome hey ladies but once upon a time just a person like you you have to write stuff don't you when you're at school they teach you about all of that writing don't they yeah does that still happen yeah you sure yeah they teach you lots of things at school teach you how to read and write sometimes teach you how to be very bored for hours on end yeah i was looking at what i first wrote when i was a kid and sort of wondering if that was sort of partly responsible for how I ended up writing today. So some of the first things that I ever wrote. When I was at school, right, we had to write um, what we'd done in the week, and it was called our news, our news, like it was quite important, yeah? So I thought I'd read you a little bit of this, some of the very first writing I ever did. I was about eight years old when I wrote this, and I had to write what I'd done in the week. Let's have a listen. And we'll also get a little insight into my social life. Yeah. You're, you're quite right to snigger. The bad thing is it was better at eight than it is at 44. Uh, that's life, isn't it? Hey, kids. Give up on your dreams now. Anyway, um, here we go. Here's my news. On Monday, we went to our friend's house, and we were going to meet our other friends, because they knew them as well. It's quite good, isn't it? It's, And we played this game, me and Adam looked out of the window, and we hid while they looked for us. Yeah, it's quite exciting, isn't it? And we had lots and lots of cake for tea. Now, the next line, guys, the next line is absolutely true, right? When I was a kid, it was quite a while back, It was way before the internet, it was way before mobile phones, there was no texting, there was no Nintendos. Now this is true, Uh, a couple of years ago, I was uh, talking at an event in London, and I said, back then, we didn't have the internet, we didn't have your Nintendos, we didn't have your mobile phone, and this kid right at the back went, "Well, what was the point in even being alive then? (laughs) This is what it was like when I was a kid. After tea we had lots of uh, sorry, we had lots and lots of cake for tea. And after tea, we played with a stick. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Stick. (laughs) It's amazing. It's brilliant. Stick. It's so cool. It's so cool, right? So cool. You can, you can. Put it down! (laughs) Can... Pick it up again! So cool. You can, right? You can... Put it down somewhere else! (laughs) Stick. New from Mattel, this... Stick! (laughs) That's what it was like when I was a kid. These days, everything's different. If I want to play with a stick these days, just go to www.playwithstick.com. It's very different. That's why I wrote about when I was a kid. I've got a little brother. He's not that little now, but he's nine years younger than me. And when he was at school, they got him to write stuff as well. They asked him to write about his family. He wrote about me. I'm going to show you another example of writing when you're quite young. So my brother was five when he wrote this, and I was 14. They asked him to write about his family. He wrote about me. You know when you're reading a story, yeah? You should give it a good title, right? Or if you're writing a story, you want a a story with a good title, yeah? So he's given this a good title. My brother! That's good, isn't it? You know what's coming. I also think that when you're reading a book, you want the first line to really draw you in. Am I right? Yeah? Does anyone here write stories? Hands up if you like writing stories. Yeah, none of you terrific. A oh, few of you. There you go. And you kind of, you kind, of, you want, you want a good first line, right? I think this is a great first line. So, my brother. First line, ready? My brother. It's me. He's fat and lazy. <laughs> On Sunday. I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and my brother doesn't get up till 11. His name is Andy. He is 14 years old. When my mum buys a pizza which weighs about 400 grams, my brother eats it all. He's got brown, curly hair. He talks on the phone a lot. I really like bouncing on him. He's taller than my mum, and he weighs about 22 stone! Do you know what the teacher's written at the end of that? Like, Look at that. Good work. <laughs> what? I was reading this out at schools and at book festivals. One day I turned it over. He's written about my sister on the back. I'm going to read you one line. This is called, guess what? My sister. I'm going to read you one line from that. It's unbelievable. She is 12 years old. She is fatter and spottier than my brother. <laughs> What's the teacher written? Well done. Well <laughs> done. So, those are some of the things you can write about when you're at school. We played with a stick. My brother's fat and lazy. Excuse me, guys. Mm. Oh. Sorry, I don't, think, I don't think the water's working. Sorry, guys. This happens from time to time at the cheaper venues. Sorry. Don't give me Broken Water, Royal Academy of Arts, whatever you're called. <laughs> Royal Academy of Cutting Corners, more like Yeah, um. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. So, I got out of school, did all sorts of things in my life. Was, uh, I read the news on Japanese TV for a while, which is terrible, because I can neither read Japanese nor speak it. Um, I was an underwater cat for a year. Um, clothesline for a bit, it's boring. Um, a potato for a few months. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, There's all sorts of things. But what I really wanted to do, what I really wanted to do was write stuff. Hands up here who likes reading books again, let me have a look. Yeah, slightly less than when I began, that's terrific. Um, <laughs> I always wanted to write stuff, but it's quite hard, right? I eventually wrote the series that you all know, or some of you know, which is the Gruffalo, and, um, <laughs> and that was very good, I was very happy, but then I got a bit stuck, hands up, if you ever have to do some stuff at school, you have to do a project or something, and you can't do it, and you get in a bad mood, yeah, you get in a really bad mood, am I right, you go around the house like this, Hi, everyone. Can't do it. Got to be in by next Wednesday. You get in such a bad mood. You kick your cat. And then you kick your dad. And then you kick your cat's dad. And then your cat kicks you. So that's you right. Such a bad mood. But it was like when I couldn't write stuff. It's really hard writing stuff sometimes. Sometimes it comes really easily. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm going to read you a couple of things where I was trying to write stuff and it didn't really work out. Um, Hands up who's read a Mr. Gum book again. So you know all the characters. Yeah. I was trying to write a Mr. Gum story, right? And it, what it was going to be was it was going to be a story where all of the characters flip their personalities. So all the good ones become bad, and all the bad characters become good, worse. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that. That's what my, maybe what I was doing wrong. No, all the bad characters become good, right? And I'll tell you how it was going to work. All of the uh, characters in Lamonic Bibber, which is the town Mr. Gums in, you know? All the characters... What was going to happen was a man selling eggs. He was called the Eggman. He was going to sneak into town, and he was all like, right," and he was going to sell everyone an egg. And then, at the market, and then they'd all eat the eggs, and their characters would all reverse. I couldn't really make it work, but I'm going to sing you a song that I made up for it, because I like that bit. And I thought it would be good to introduce all the characters in the book at the start, so that if you hadn't read one before, you'd see who was who, and then they could... You know what I mean? You all following me? Yeah? Yeah? Excellent. Good. Right. Here we go. So uh, it started off with this Market Day song, and it sort of says, the town's first ever Market Day was all the way back in 1308, when a young boy called Jack sold his mother's cow for a handful of magic beans, which grew into a smelly toadstool full of worms. (laughs) But though many years have passed since the original Market Day, Market Day is more or less the same as it ever was. Every year the townsfolk look forward to Market Day like an impatient monkey waiting for the banana van to come. Until, at long last, it arrives, everyone takes to the streets to sing the traditional Market Day song. The Market Day song. Apologies to those musicians in the audience. (laughs) You know who you are. It's Market Day, yes, it's Market Day, yes, it's Market Day today. Boom, boom, boom. My name is Friday O'Leary, I'm the leader of the gang. On Market Day, I say hooray, the truth is a lemon meringue. You know that I'm old granny, I'm wrinkly and I'm merry. On market day, I say hooray, and I come out to drink my sherry. It's market day, yes it's market day, uh, yes it's market day today. Boom, boom, boom. Choreography. <laughs> uh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you say thanks very much. Alright, yeah, alright. Again then. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going to do it again now, if you like it. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> You've gone off it. I'm going to do it again now, just out of spite. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Huh? I can't do it the other way. Oh, I can, yeah. oop, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like your DVD. <laughs> boom, boom, boop, whoop It's a GIF. Boom, boom, boop, boop, What did you do at the room? We saw a GIF. <laughs> was it any good? No, it was weird. All right. OK, you can, that's enough trouble from you, madam. Yeah you let me down, you let the Royal Academy of Arts down, most of all you've let yourself right okay, it's market day, yes it's market day, I'm not going to do it now, no I am, it's market day, yes it's But you can't watch it, turn the way other way, turn the other way, yes sir, yeah, no turn your face to the wall or the thing behind, no seriously just do it, I'm sick of this, it's market day, you can, no no seriously you can't watch this bit, you, could, uh, you, could, uh, you can watch the rest of it, but when I do the boom, boom bit, yeah, yeah, you put your hat down over your face. Thank you. Thank you. No, no peeking. She's doing this. It's, you can watch the rest of it. Don't make a fuss. Right. It's market day. Yes, it's market day. Yes, it's market day today. Boom, boom. boom. By the way, that was a really good one. I am Jonathan Ripples. I'm the fattest man around. On market day, I say hooray for there's many nice snacks to be found. Martin Launderette, that's me. I tease Jonathan Ripples a lot. On market day, I say hooray. Jonathan Ripples is a big fat ouch. Get off of me, Jonathan Ripples. (laughs) It's market day. It's market day. Yes, it's market day today. Boom, boom, boom. My name is Mrs. Lovely. I'm lovely, but I can't rhyme. <laughs> On market day, I say hooray, it's time to buy some things. <laughs> it's market day. Yes, it's market day. Yes, it's market day today. Abba, bum, I am Alan Taylor. I'm a gingerbread man, it's true. On market day, I say hooray, because there's bargains for me and you. It's ma- Hold it, said the town mayor, David Casserole. Market day's not till tomorrow. Oops, said everyone, they all went home. There you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I couldn't make anything out of that. I couldn't write a story. Nah. Uh, another time, I got another start for a story. This is something uh, I thought had some potential. I started this story. <clears throat> Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet <laughs> Drive... We're proud to say that they were perfectly normal, thank you very much. They were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious, because they just didn't hold with such nonsense. Mr. <laughs> no, just, you know, sometimes not every story is you know what I mean? Not every idea is worth pursuing. That's what I've found. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, hello. oh, it's exciting, isn't it? What's he going to do? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do this in French. This is the most xenophobic part of the show. What does xenophobia mean? I'll tell you after the show. What does xenophobic mean? I'll tell you after the show, mother. <laughs> do it in French. Here you go. What's this? I, I was doing this one. <laughs> I said, "Like I was doing this once," and I said, um, "This is what all French people are like when they're drinking." W-. And this girl in the audience had the nerve to inform me that she had been to France, and they weren't all like that. So I didn't know what I was talking about. I don't care for that sort of back chat. So I looked at her. She's, I said, you've been to France? She went, yes, my mummy and daddy took me to France. I said, well, they are like that. So they didn't take you to France at all, actually. <laughs> There's obviously something more going on. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> That's it. That is literally it. What do you expect? I'm not Michael Moore, I'm not going to get into a battle with an animal. Uh, <laughs> all right, there we go. Let's have a look. I, uh, guess what? I was trying to write books. Can it. Uh, eventually I wrote a brand new book. Yay! Yeah. Yeah! Hooray! It's brilliant! Uh, it's uh, called Nat Bath. One Million Years of Stupidity. And it's set all in the town of Lamonic Bibber. I don't know if some of, some of you read it. What's your name, sir? Oh, it's Jean Pierre. Oh, God. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. Au revoir. Oh, Jean Pierre, you are a very forgiving young man. You've read the whole thing, is it all right? Yeah, I've read all Mr. except Mr. exceptions. Oh, have you not read that one? Oh, why not? <laughs> don't, fa- don't fancy it, really. It just looked like a dip in quality, to be honest, Mr. Stanton. I was... Uh, it look, it look, I thought the title was quite good, but on Amazon, nah. I mean, it was a clear star and a half below the others, according to the common consensus, Mr Stanton, so I didn't bother. You just didn't get it. You didn't get it. We didn't, what? I saw it in WS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, right, sorry. Uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I often do this, by the way, in my shows. Never have before, not, but I'm going to... Uh, I'll just do a bit of um, customer support. So, um, uh, Jean-Pierre, I will get you one of those books. Is that a deal? Yeah. yeah. Okay, high five. I'll tell you who I'm not getting one of those books. That lady there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you see? You can't judge a person like just because they wear a hat, because you're both wearing hats, aren't you? Yeah, but I think everyone's different. Yeah, you're welcome. You see? Do you see how easy it is, madam? Thanks. Did you hear that? you hear that? I know, I know. Is this your first time at a museum? Jean-Pierre, uh, are you, have you got any French... Pa- uh, lineage in your family? French in any way? Yeah. Um, well, um, my dad's half... Yeah, I don't think he is. Yeah. I don't think so. Because yeah. he should be moving like that then, shouldn't he? <laughs> um, Jean- Jean-Pierre, talk to me later and we'll get you a book, yeah? Yeah, good. Well, I've forgotten what we're talking about now, but I'm quite enjoying just having a chat. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so you done anything, uh, are you doing anything else interesting this weekend? Or anything interesting? Maybe this thing, Yeah. No, do, you, do you want to go and be me for a bit? If yeah. I, yeah, brilliant, excellent. Oh, you, be, you be Jean-Pierre, oh, you be Andy Stanton, and I'll be Jean-Pierre. Brilliant. <laughs> and then you, maybe you could, yeah, go on, just talk about anything you like. Do you want to talk about, the, do you want to, don't you talk about NatBov, because it needs some promotion. This is brilliant. Oh, this is great. I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That sounds really good, Andy. (laughs) You can see in the front, yeah? It's got stuff in it. It's a content page. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Mr. Andy, uh, what gave you the idea? What gave you the idea for everything in that because well, you wrote this book, right? Yeah, because you're No no no, you're mean You're blowing my cover, Jean-Pierre. No. Uh, Jean-Pierre. Jean- 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 I mean An- I mean Andy Andy, you know when you'd done that French stuff before? My dad's half French, he was quite offended. No. This has got a bit odd, hasn't it? Should we be should we sweep back? That was brilliant! That was awesome. I did ask you, I could drink the water. After you can. Oh, you were going to drink the water. Oh well, you can drink water in your own time. <laughs> in fact, you probably should. I'm going to. Uh, everyone should really. I am. Um, what I'm going to do is read out a few little bits of napoff, because um, I got really stuck writing the Mr. Gum books. So I wrote loads of them, and then everyone wanted more. Is that right? Yeah. By the way, does anyone here like the audio CDs of Mr. Gum? Because can I tell you something? Do you know that all of them are out now? Have you got all eight of them? Already? They only came out ten minutes ago. Oh, my God. And I bad-mouthed you? Madam, this is just for you. No one else can watch. Everyone else look away. Everyone else look away. Boom, boom, boom. Um, that's lovely. Thank you so much. Yeah, the, All of the Mr. Gum audio books... I've finally recorded them. They're all out there just in time for commercialness. <laughs> uh, they're really good. They're really funny. I really like them. But I got tired of writing Mr. Gum, and everyone wants more Mr. Gum. And they go, More Mr. Gum. And you go, I can't do it anymore. And they go, More Mr. Gum. And you go, I can't do it anymore. And they go, More Mr. Gum. And you go, I can't do it anymore. And it's terrible to talk like that in church. But um, keep your voice down, ma'am. Uh, eventually, I did actually have an idea for another book, and I wrote Nat Boff, One Million Years of Stupidity, which looks at Lamonic Bibber, the town that Mr. Gum and all his people are in, but over different time periods. So it's a bit like Horrible Histories, but Mr. Gum's style. So there's like a plague story, isn't there, Jean-Pierre? And there's a fire, like a Fire of London story, and the first one goes all the way back to caveman times. Oh. Oh, is that... I I think there are different sort of sounds for different times of history. I think that's the Dark Ages sound. If I said, it was the Dark Ages. I think that's the Dark Ages sound. What about caveman times? (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. What about if I said Victorian times? (laughs) What about if I said Elizabethan times? (laughs) I can't... No, you you tell me. What's Elizabethan? Shakespeare times. That's historically wrong, isn't it? Um, what about, okay, what would the future sound like? Excellent. What does today's Britain sound like? <laughs> oh, so political. Now, I'm going to read you a bit from Caveman Times. Very good. Right. There we go. All right, um, I'm gonna, so, the caveman, right, the, the caveman story is called Natboff, and that's why the book's called Natboff, because the caveman in the caveman story, his name is Natboff. Sometimes when you're writing a story, or you can't write, and I was saying, you go, Aah! you sort of, um, you get an idea from nowhere. And with, with Natboff, right, I didn't know how to write a caveman story. Because you know when people write a funny caveman story and they just call him Ug the Caveman? And you're like, yeah, boy, you know what I mean? I was like, how am I going to write a ca-? And then, one night, for no reason at all, this nonsense word, NAPBOF, just pops into my head, right? So, um, I thought, that's it. I'll write the whole story like, ba- like that. So, the whole story is like sort of written in caveman speak. So, it goes like, Long, long time ago, in Lamonibibah, was Kafma days. Biggest Kafma was NAPBOF. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read you probably my favourite bit of Natboth when um, another caveman called Chunker has stolen his wife, Sally. <laughs> so it's quite uh, it, you know it's quite of its time. Chunka Chunker takes Sally from Natboth and it goes like Chunker throw rocks at Natboth and Sally spitting Napoth hair. Then Chunker and Sally run way, way off into forest to do baby cave math. Natboth, very sad. Nat, sounds like Tommy Cooper. Natboth, very sad. Ball, Natboth. Natboth, ball. Natboth, very sad. Natboth do cry. Wolf, come along, lick up Natboth tears for eyes. Wolf be Nat Boff friend, say Nat Boff. Wolf nod. Wolf be Nat Boff wife, say Nat Boff hopefully. Wolf laugh, Shack had. But Wolf be nice to Nat Boff at least, say Nat Boff. Wolf nod. Maybe things not so bad after all, say Nat Boff. But at night, Wolf eat Nat (laughs) Boff. Now Nat Buff in Wolf tummy. Oh, this worst day of Nat Buff life! Say Nat Buff. What Napboff do now? Nat Buff come up with plan. Natboff, wait till Wolf need toilet in bush, think Nat Buff. Then Nat Buff come out of Wolf again. Better than ever. So Nat Buff Wait all day while wolf run round eating stuff. Later on, wolf get belly rumbles. Oh no! Say wolf. Wolf need find bush before too late. Give me chance. Think Natboff. Wolf go to bush and push it all out. Out come Buff better than ever, but a bit smell. <laughs> Never mind. Say Natboff to himself. Still good to be out of wolf again. Natboff, go up to Wolf. Naughty Wolf! Shout Nat Boff. You say you nap off friend, but you eat nap off! Sorry, say Wolf, me forgot. Okay, say Natboff. But you nap off friend now? Definite, say Wolf. Wolf and Nat Boff friend! Wolf and Nat Boff do disco to celebrate. So Wolf and Natboff do disco and Cav. It's fun, but it's still not solved problem. It fun. But it's still not solved problems, say Nat Boff. Sally's still with Chunker. what Natbof do now? Go on internet, say Wolf. Maybe that help. So Nat Boff go on internet. But it have my days, long, long ago. And back then, internet just big rock with Google carve on. No help at all. Internet rubbish, say Nat Boff. Nat Boff hate internet. Wolf eat internet. <laughs> now what Natboff do? Say Natboff. Wolf get help from friends. Say Wolf. Wolf got mighty friends. Say Natboff. or uh, say Wolf. Wolf got mighty friends. Say Natboff. Mightiest ever. Say Wolf proudly. Wolf go and get mighty friends. Then Chunker got no chance. Wolf run out of cave. Natboff wait. Natboff, wait a bit more. Natboff, wait ages. Natboff, wait stone ages. Natboff, discover fire. Nat Boff happy. Natboff, set hair on fire. Natboff, not so happy. Oh, wolf, taking forever. Say Natboff. Boff nat bof starving. Natboff, eat, own, burned hair. Burned hair, disgusting. <laughs> say Natboff. Natboff spit hair out everywhere. Natboff try eating calf. No good. Eventually Wolf come back with friends. Look at mighty friends, Wolf say proudly. Mighty ant. Mighty spider. Mighty leaf. Friends not look so mighty, say Natboff. Natboff thought friend Wolf's friends be mighty bear. Mighty Mammoth. Mighty Sabatooth Tiger. Oh, sorry, say wolf. Me not know those guys. Wolf only know Mighty Ant. Mighty Spider. Mighty Leaf. Me can do 30 press-ups, say Mighty Leaf. Okay, say Naboth, it have to do. There you go. Thank you so much. So we go from caveman days. Oh, 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 oh. We go through. Uh, what else do we go through? We go from caveman days. We go to a story with a giant in. We go to fair, fairy tale days. What's the sound for fairy tale? We go to fairy tale days. Oh, oh, oh that's quite nice. Oh, no, yeah. And a bit of stardust. Who can make some stardust sounds? Oh, yeah. Go on. There's a chipmunk over there. We go to okay. We go from caveman days, fairy tale days, uh, dark ages. Excellent. Um, medieval times. Yeah. what's was that? It was armor. Let's hear it again. Chink, 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 chink. It's, what, it's cheap armour. I'll tell you what it is, sir. It's slightly sardonic armour, is what it is. <laughs> Hello? Oh, thanks, Sean Perry. It's not like you to pipe up. Now, um... <laughs> Cla- I like that. I'll do the green sleeves bit. We go from caveman days. <laughs> we go through fairy tale days. We go to dark ages. We go to medieval. Yeah... <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> we go to medieval times. Oh, we've just done that. We? Sorry, that's what we right, uh, We go to Shakespeare times. <laughs> uh, we go to oh, the Witchfinder times. <laughs> Harry Potter, the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> we go through plague times. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, um, I just died twice. Right, we go to The Great Fire. Oh, I like this. It's brilliant. Then we go to um, sort of like Gothic horror Frankenstein. Dun, 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 dun. Then we go to Victorian times. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, yes. I never talk to my wife. I'm so repressed. <laughs> then we go to... Uh, <laughs> then we go to... Uh, First World War by the way, handled quite tastefully if you are thinking about it then we go to uh, the 1970s and for those music fans in the audience that was the start of Rump of Steel Skin by uh, by Parliament Um, (laughs) and then it was the 1970s Uh, we haven't got modern Britain but let's just do modern Britain again yeah, no Oh, no, someone's thrown chips at my face. And then, um, then we go to the future. And that is what is in Nat You don't get that with more pergo. So if you want to see like all the truths of history, it's all in there. And do you know how much research I did for that book? Little, tiny, tiny bit. And guess do you know how much I made up of it? or the rest of it. <coughs> Um, what I'd like to do, right, is have some questions and stuff, but before we do questions and stuff, we've got to do the question time song. Are you ready? Oh, do you know what I'd really like to do? I'd like to, actually, before we do the question, we could go straight to questions, or you could hear a new song that's going to be in my next book. Would you, would you like a song? Can I, I okay, because I'd like to do that. You don't have to have it, but guess what? It's got some foxes and some grapes in it. Yeah, I know, right? Like all the best songs, by the way. Um, let's have a, let's see, let's see how the room splits. You can never tell. Who likes foxes? Who likes grapes? Who? Whoa, who likes foxes better than grapes? Who likes grapes better than foxes? Who likes foxes better than grapes? Who likes grapes grapes better than foxes? Who's never really thought about it till now? It's like a really weird optician's test. Better with a fox or about the same without the grape? You're in luck, everybody. It doesn't matter if you prefer foxes or grapes. This song has got both. The song is called The Grapes Upon the Vine. Now, before you get worried, fox fans, why aren't there any foxes in the title? It's okay, there are foxes in the song, but it's called The Grapes Upon the Vine. It doesn't mean the grapes are better. It, oh, a real a strident grape fan that It does. All right, I don't want it grape extremists it's, good. it's okay to have a bit of, you know, friendly rivalry, but let's not go mad. The world's got enough problems as it is without having the Fox Arians versus the Grey Pites. Thank you. No call for it. Right. It's called The Grapes Upon the Vine. Are you ready? Yeah. Excellent. <clears throat> <clears throat> a fox there was who liked to eat... The grapes upon the vine, he liked to eat. The grapes upon the vine, and now the fox there was who did not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, he did not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, chorus. Some foxes like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, they like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, but some other foxes do not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, they do not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine. third fox there was who liked to eat. The grapes upon the vine. He liked to eat. The grapes upon the vine. In this way he was quite like the first fox who liked to eat. The grapes upon the vine, he liked to eat. The grapes upon the vine, but in this way he was not like quite so much the second fox who did not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, they did not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, chorus, some foxes like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, they like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, but some other foxes do not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, they do not like to eat. The grapes upon the vine, a fourth foot not really, okay, thank you. <laughs> you know the great thing about that song? You never run out of foxes. What's the biggest one I've ever got up to? 700 foot, not true. Now, we are going to have the Question Time song now as well, so two songs in a row. It's like a wonderful concert for only £10 or £5 for the children. It's Question Time. <laughs> It's question time. It's question time. I can do this in French as well. Do you want to see this in French? Oh, yes, you do. Hey, hello, Jean Pierre. Hello, Jean Pierre's half French dad. There we go. Wonderful times, isn't it? Yes, wonderful lawsuits. (laughs) C'est le temps de question. (laughs) All right, everyone, let's hear it. This question, too slow, guys would have expected better from this audience. I'll slow it down for you. I'll slow it down for you. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) Not as young as I used to be, sir. Well done. Um, Oh, my opinion on pineapple pizza. I, I am all for it. Yes, yes, there, I've said it. The Royal Academy has that exclusive water scoop, and on that bombshell, thank you all so much. You've been lovely children, and some of you have been rather worrying teenagers. Thank you so much. Damn. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, have a look at what else is coming up in our brand new lecture theatre at roy.ac forward slash what's on.